You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. I am Maggie Herlinski. And I am Audrey Sears. And you are listening to the monthly Side Saddle episode of Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for December 6th, episode 3073. This episode is brought to you by the American Side Saddle Association, Flat Rock Distilling, and Bray Hollow Farms. Good morning, Horse World. Coach Jen, what's up on today's show? Coming up. On today's Side Saddle episode, our Side Saddle word of the day is escort. It's not what you think. We're going to have a chat with Holly Ray, and a historical reenactor who just happens to ride Side Saddle, and Charlene Stevens. And we're going to find out how Gettysburg went and the big Ohio event of the year gave Side Saddle riding more press than it ever thought possible. And then we're going to find out what Maggie's going to be up to in the next couple of months. So stay tuned for the fray, folks. Well, I have a whole herd of daily winnies, so I'll keep it short. I just want to thank everybody who made all of the parades that we've done. We had safety walkers that kept all of us safe. Um, We had pooper scoopers. Audrey scooped poop with her two little kids. They were adorable. Oh, my gosh. Um, (laughs) And Diana Kasunik, who safety walked with us in Chicago. And Don Miller, who safety walked, safe, yeah, uh huh, in Dayton, and just all of our walkers from Gettysburg. You're all the most wonderful people in the world. That's all I got to say. <laughs> well, agreed. If it wasn't for our safety walkers, parades could be a complete fiasco, which we'll talk about a little bit later. <laughs> yeah. so real quick here the side saddle word of the day is escort and i know it really isn't a word of the day as much as it's more of like a proper manners or etiquette when you're riding side saddle and when we were at gettysburg um here just a couple of weeks ago i heard you yell out like after everybody got mounted and we were supposed to get in lineup you go if you're riding astride partner with a lady and ride on the right side because you will be escorting her And my boys, after the parade, they were like, Mom, what did Miss Maggie say and why? So I had to talk to her, talk to them a little bit about it. But I wanted to hear from you. Like, what did you mean about that? What's the historical side of it? You know, what what is the the is about it? (laughs) Well, the, the correct way to if a gentleman and a lady are riding out together, the gentleman is always on the lady's right, um, mostly for practical reasons so that they don't get their feet tangled up. It's just a little easier that way. And if a gentleman is riding with two ladies, he rides between them so that if one of them should need assistance, he can grab the horse's reins or help, you know, whatever she needs. So that's kind of what um, the side saddle escort does. I just think that's awesome. Now, as like for my own personal knowledge and maybe for many of our listeners, does the man have to ride a little ahead or in 
like uh, in front of the shoulder of the lady's horse or a little bit behind? I think they can just ride side by side. I'm not, I've never seen anything specific about that. Okay. But yeah, it I wasn't, seems to be I more practical sure if it seems it would be more practical for the gentleman to be slightly ahead in case he needed to grab her reins. So maybe that's, yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I will I have know. to do some I, research. <laughs> I do know in one of the books, which we've mentioned before, like the Amelia Hayes book was that a gentleman should be the one to open a gate if they're riding together. Like they, they should be the first one to go over a jump to make sure it's safe for the lady or to, open a gate but i honestly until gettysburg i'd never known about the right and the left before so i thought that was really cool yeah because you see a lot of um photographs from the the gilded age when um taking horse exercise was popular and, and you would rent a horse to go out into like um central park in new york or hyde park in england um and the gentleman would ride on the right-hand side of the lady so that, you know, mostly for practicality, so they don't get their feet tangled up. Well, speaking of practicality, Bray Hollow Farm, where they really love donkeys, they even design blankets just for them. They have turnout rugs, especially for donkeys, made from a burly 1680 denier, 100% recycled ballistic weave fabric keep your donkeys dry and cozy in all kinds of foul weather these turnouts stand up to their herd of a rowdy donkey geldings and their donkey tested donkey approved sizes 48 to 66 for minis and up to large standards visit brayhollowfarm.com for more details awesome and now's the time of the show where we get to our very first guest let's get her on Well, our first guest is Holly Ray. She comes to us from Northeast Ohio Ladies Aside chapter of the American Side Saddle Association. How are you doing, Holly? Doing well, Maggie. Thank you. We are so happy to have you with us. Yes, we are so happy to have you with us this morning. Um, Holly is a historical reenactor. Can you tell us some about what period you reenact or more than one? Well, my primary focus is the Civil War era. That's where my heart lies. We have done dabbled in other eras too, colonial and regency, but uh, to a very limited extent. And my focus by far is on Civil War times. Great. And is there a particular person from history that you portray? Uh, yes. Um, my husband and I, um, we do... Jefferson and Verena Davis. He has been doing a portrayal of him for nearly 20 years now. And then when we became married, I took over the role of his wife, uh, Verena. And so I have uh, studied her quite extensively. And we have a wonderful time doing talks together, uh, going to reenactments together, and so on. and um, of course, we don't always portray them at every single event. Sometimes we go just as anonymous people, but um, we, uh, wherever we can, we, we like to do that portrayal. I've seen you do that. It is way cool. If any of our listeners ever get a chance, we should check you guys out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
Um, did Verena Davis ride side saddle? She did. She was a very adept horsewoman. And in fact, especially during their courtship, they would uh, race each other. Uh, she would talk about in her writings, if the road was long and straight, uh, they, w- they would race along. And um, uh, when David and I do our portrayals, we kind of joke. And I, I say that, yeah, he started taking the horses for me because he didn't like to be beaten. But uh, she she was a very very good horsewoman, and uh, they they owned a huge stable, uh, uh, some well bred thoroughbreds. He had an Arabian. He rode a, a white Arabian, which of course that's close to my heart because uh, that's the main horse that I ride currently. But oh. um, yeah, both both the Davises loved horses. Oh, that's cool. So, what kind of saddle do you use? What I ride in currently that fits my Arabian, I ride in a whippy. That seems to fit them best. What do you like the most about it? Uh, the fact that it does not flip. <laughs> and it, it, when I put it on, it fit like Cinderella's flipper. And uh, it's been passed around uh, between uh, two, two of my close friends and myself, Cheryl and Pam. And uh, it didn't quite uh, fit Cheryl's needs. And somebody told me to ask her one day, hey, can I try that? And uh, sure enough, it was just the right one for Osiris. Cool. Cool. So, okay. So, we, we've we talked a little bit about Verena and your personal side saddle. Um, what What does a person need to do to get started um, with historical reenacting on a horse, you know, particularly side saddle? I think you need to think about what, what is your goal? What, what do you want to, what, what do you want to do with your portrayal? Do you, um, want to do more living history? Do you want to be more on the military side and, uh, make yourself look like a man as much as you can, disguise yourself, uh, ride with um, the cavalry, you know, work with the artillery horses, uh, or do you want to stick with a feminine impression and, uh, you know, ask yourself, where are you going to do this? And I think you need to do some research ahead of time, uh, you know, the venue, uh, what are the expectations of the event, what are their standards, um, what, what I like to tell uh, people to reenactment, living history, we strive for authenticity. And, 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 and again, it's all what your personal goal is. Not everybody wants to go to the degree of, of accuracy. As far as using a period saddle, an 1860s era saddle for reenacting, I would discourage that. That is one area where I think modern usage of a well-made, safe saddle that doesn't have brittle leather. We don't want the billets to snap. Um, No one is going to see that much of your saddle to really be that picky with accuracy. So I would strongly urge using a either a refurbished or a new saddle. Um, one problem too is those period saddles are so small, you're going to be hard pressed to even find one 
of that era that's going to fit a modern woman. Uh, I'm not a real big lady, and I've tried sitting in one of those period saddles uh, just to see what it felt like. And they are, there is absolutely no way I could ride in one of those. Maybe if you're a child or a very, very petite lady, but again, I would strongly urge against it. They do not have what we call a leaping head on them. Most of them don't. Uh, as some of us know, the leaping head is the third pommel on the side saddle and it was invented about 1830. Uh, it did not gain widespread popularity until after the Civil War. We did see it from time to time, but we really want to use that for safety. Above all else, above yes. accuracy, safety comes first. Right. And those, and yeah, those saddles were so tiny. Um, for comparison, I'm 5'8", and I ride about a 22 or 23-inch side saddle. Most of the saddles of the era were 18s. They were little. The yeah, 12-year-old no grandchild. One of yeah, the 12-year-old grandchild out, outgrew her 18-inch like two years ago. Yeah, those so. ladies were definitely a lot smaller than, than ladies today. Yes. So tell us about historical clothing. I know you don't call it a costume because... You know, it's really not a costume. It's actual clothes. So what would a lady wear to ride? Like if, if, if one of our members wanted to go to Gettysburg and ride in the Remembrance Day Parade, what would she wear? Okay, excellent question. Ladies of that era, the 1850s, 1860s, it's very easy to see the look um, Compared to other decades, the skirt is going to be long and sweeping. It's not going to touch the ground. That's going to be very dangerous, but uh, it's going to hang about halfway between the belly and the ground or a little bit shorter. Uh, for safety, some people like to make the one side where it can come apart with Velcro or uh, buttons and rip away because uh, you could, if you did have an accident, you could get hung up. Now, the riding habits would be most often made out of different types of wool, heavier, of course, for the cooler weather. However, in the summertime when it's hot, wool, surprisingly, it can even be uh, a sheer, wool can be very okay to wear in the hot weather. It's breathable, natural fiber. You don't want to make something out of say polyester you're going to roast and I would recommend wool if you're going to be most accurate um the bodice which is another name for the top of the habit another hallmark sign we see of pets of that area the armholes the arm side they're going to be lower than what we have on our modern garments. So that is one sore thing that you would want to have, um, whether it's regular clothes of the Civil War time, riding habit, you're going to have the dropped armholes. Uh, they would wear riding trousers underneath the skirt. Uh, often they would be dark or match the, the color of the habit. Absolutely no hoop, 
they did wear one or two petticoats. Those are just, uh, for those that don't know what a petticoat is, it's a undergarment, um, kind of like may, uh, like a sheet, a cotton material. Um, but uh, they uh, would be not as long as the skirt, but they would probably come down about mid-calf to ankle length. Uh, gauntlets are often used or wrist length gloves. They would wear a hat. Um, oftentimes they would put a colorful bow at the neck. I see those in pictures more than say jewelry, like a cameo that could be lost. They would often have a bow at the neck. Uh, they would carry whips, of course, uh, or canes, just like we would today when we ride side saddle. Some things don't change. No. <laughs> All right. So you, your young horse, how is he handling side saddle? He took to it without any problems. I was much more worried than he was. As he can be a bit of a firecracker at times. And I thought, oh, is this going to make him worry? No, he did not care. He rode off just like I was riding a stride. And I think with most horses, that's how, that's how most horses are from what I understand. That, yeah. Um, well, this, this year for Gettysburg, I know you, you were with the Confederate group, right? Correct. With, we were with walking. Jefferson though, I was Davis. Not riding. Yeah. 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 You walking. rode last year and you were beautiful. Oh my God. Thank <laughs> you. And he, he pranced and danced the whole way and I was exhausted toward the end. The, the parade <laughs> was, was a bit more than his mind can handle. <laughs> it, it was, it, it can be a bit much for horses. We had three horses this year um, that came from a rescue and they were borrowed from a rescue for the parade this year. And, and none of them had ever been ridden side saddle. Most impressive. And, well, they were standard bred, so you know. <laughs> and they and I great, saw pictures so. of you ladies, and you looked absolutely beautiful. Well done, well done. <sighs> we have a few kinks to work out for next year, but I think for we had a lot kinks, of rookies this year. Me. Living history is always a work in progress, and you know something I tell people to: we will never ever achieve complete authenticity like like who we're trying to be like, because we don't live in that time. Their mind is different than ours. Their surroundings are different than ours. We, we can come close, but we will never be exactly like them. We've but, showered more recently than they have. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the, we, we should never stop learning. Research is always turning up new things. And just because something was true 10 years ago, we might not do the same thing 10 years from now. And uh, that, that's part of the fun of it is, is the learning. And, uh, and, and, and again, it's how, it's how much you yourself want to do. Um, you, you might be satisfied with making an outfit one time to ride in a parade that you'll never do again. And, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that, but other people might want to take it to, you know, to, to strive for, uh, let, let's let's get as close as we can to how they really lived and looked and um, and uh, rode and so on. Yeah, I know. I find I find that I've learned more. This is this was my fifth or sixth parade, I think. Fifth. 
And I've I've learned more every year. Every year I learn something new. Or how to do and something that's the better. Fun of it, yeah. Yeah. And and by, by trying to be accurate, we, we honor them. I, I think they would be proud of us actually. I think so. They would probably not be proud of the duct tape that's holding my hoops together, but I haven't quite gotten around <laughs> to putting the rivets in there yet. Well, they, they might like the the creativity and ingenuity of that. Yeah. And who knows, they w- probably would have used duct tape if they had it back then. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> well, Holly, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, my honor. Thank you for asking me. You have been a joy to talk to and so informative. We have some history buffs that are are out there in our listener group, so Mm -hmm. I'm sure they'll get a kick out of all this. So Flat Rock Distilling Company is located in historic downtown Napoleon, Ohio. They offer bottle sales as well as samples, gifts, and tours. They are the home of Way Jennings Bloody Butcher Bourbon. They hand-make moonshine from local ingredients. Like the shiners that came before them, they honor their craftsmanship and tradition with pot-distilled small-batch moonshines. Order online today at flatrockdistillingcompany.com. Quick question. Can I order the Flat Rock Distilling Company moonshines from anywhere? I can get it shipped to Florida? Yep. Oh, my gosh. What do we got coming up next, Audrey? (laughs) (laughs) Now, Maggie, our next guest is Charlene Stevens. She rode it. She rode with you at the Dayton Children's Parade, correct? Yeah, and man, I needed a bloody butcher bourbon after that one. Yeah, I'll let Char give give us a little more information on exactly what happened. Charlene Stevens from Connecticut. Is my am, am I right, Char? Absolutely. All right. So what in the world possessed you to travel from Connecticut to Dayton, Ohio, (laughs) to be in the 50th anniversary of the Dayton Children's Parade? Well, if it weren't for my daughter, my daughter is my social director. She arranges everything. And I'm very lucky. I think she missed her calling. Um, I'm very lucky because she arranges all these trips and uh, pretty much, I just have to pack up and go. So <laughs> I'm very lucky. So we just decided that the side saddle um, parade would be awesome for us. It might be a once in a lifetime opportunity. And <laughs> it sure was. Absolutely. It was def- definitely a memorable experience for me. Oh, so, <laughs> so you, you made it into Ohio on early in the wee hours of Thanksgiving morning and moved into my camper in my front yard. (laughs) And then Friday we packed up and went to Dayton with what we have five horses. Yes. That was amazing. So what happened next? Well, um, first of all, I do have to say the camper was, a very special treat for myself and my daughter. You open up the door and there's a horse right there to greet you in the morning. And we don't have that in Connecticut. So that's how we started our day. So that was a beautiful day. Well, yeah, Audrey stayed in the camper too before. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So she understands the horse greeting. (laughs) (laughs) So that was awesome. Um, so once we got 
to the parade, we unloaded the horses and did our thing. We were grooming them and glitter everywhere. Yes. Everyone had a job. And I thought that that was very cool. Everybody just jumped in and started getting the horses ready. My job was quite easy in that all I had to do was put the bows on the horses. Um, (laughs) So that was quite easy for me. So it was beautiful. So we got our horses ready. And now, mind you, I, I hadn't ridden Fern ever before in my whole life. Um, Fern, the one-eyed wonder horse. She was, yes. Fern was amazing, I do have to say. So we were lucky that when we got there, we had a little bit of time to spare. And I was able to ride Fern a little bit. So, you know, she got to know me and I got to know her, which was a beautiful thing. And everybody at the parade, the um, they were so nice. The greeters, they, um, the people that arranged the parade, they were very, very nice to us. So we were staged and just waiting for our call. And so finally it was our turn. And so off we go. Everything was beautiful. We turned the corner and all of a sudden we hear a shot. A shot was fired. And so it takes a little bit of time for this old mind to register. Like, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, my right? brain was like, was that a, sh- it sounded like a shot. Maybe it was a tire blowing out. Well, maybe, no, it couldn't have been a shot. Maybe it was a backfire. Maybe it was one of those big semis that hauls the draft horses, their tailgate falling down. I don't know. Yes, there was, yeah. you know, your mind was a goes shot. through this little bit, and then you realize, oh, my gosh, that was really a shot. So, Maggie, thank goodness for her, she comes <laughs> riding up on the left side of me and said, shot fired, shot fired. Uh, you could jump in any time. <laughs> yeah, I looked over my shoulder, and I'm like, well, it doesn't matter if it was a shot or not. There's a thousand people bearing down on us at a run. Absolutely. I felt and like Jack Sparrow with the cannibals coming <laughs> after us. It's wild. It's and, wild. I, and, and I was wearing the cutesy little house slippers that look like elf shoes because we're dressed as elves. Okay, everybody get this into your mind. We're dressed like elves sitting on horseback. <laughs> I'm wearing little curly toed house slippers. You cannot kick a horse in house slippers. <laughs> it, it was wild. Oh, it so, was. Of course, poor Fern didn't like to walk on manhole covers. <laughs> so here I am trying to avoid the manhole co- uh, covers as well as the stampede of people um, because everyone just took off. They left their chairs, you know, dropped cell phones, and everybody was just running. So here we are trying to get around the, the the next corner to get to a better spot. And people were just running everywhere. It was quite an adrenaline rush. Yes, um, people bumping into the horses, running in between us, pushing baby and, strollers in between us. Ugh. Yeah, it was wild. It was almost like it didn't matter. They didn't see the horses. They were just running to get to a safe place. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that whole you know, trying to avoid everybody and the manhole covers. 
alligators in the sewers. That's what it is. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. But um, then as we were, you know, so then we continued our, our parade route and the people down the street didn't even, I don't think they even knew anything had happened because yeah. they were on, they were, the spectators were all standing there and waving and pointing to the horses and that, that was awesome. Yeah, we, I mean, even with all the chaos, kids. the crowd was still appreciative that we were there. It was, it was cool. They so, did you did you feel secure? Did you ever feel mm-hmm. like you were going to fall off? No, I, I actually felt perfectly fine on my saddle. As a matter of fact, I felt like I was sitting at a, on a Cadillac saddle. It was just, it was perfect. Me. Well, you were um, in the steel, and the steel is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, so I really, I had no worries about that, but I, you know, thankfully, the horses were okay, and um, it turned out okay, because, as I was saying, the other people, the people further down the parade route, didn't even seem phased about anything, so um, it was good that we were able to continue our ride, and wave to everybody and see the faces of the children that to me was so emotional to see how happy they were to see us yeah and then we got back to the trailers of course we get swamped with little kids wanting to pet the ponies (laughs) yes 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 and we went through a whole bag of pony treats because man (laughs) those horses deserved all the treats They, they certainly did they were so good um, yeah. It was to me. It was amazing that you know that horses didn't get spoofed, and it turned out very. I yeah, the like horses. It. The horses seem well. more upset. Yeah, they seem more upset that we were asking them to go fast on pavement than about the <laughs> shop being fired. Because you know, going fast on pavement is not permitted. <laughs> yeah, so. yes, I think that's what they were very surprised about. Yeah. Um, but so was that your? Was that your Go first ahead. time riding side saddle? Well, it was my first time riding side saddle in a parade. <laughs> um, and I want to say it was probably the most time I had riding side saddle. So <laughs> um, I, I rode back in May for a brief amount of time. So I have to say I was a bit concerned about riding because I usually ride Western or I well, I started Western when I was very young, and then I, then my daughter became interested in riding, so I, I switched to English so that we could both ride together because she doesn't ride Western, and then I went back to my Western because I just felt so comfortable with it, and I felt like it's it was less work to ride Western than it, was, <laughs> it is to post and do all so of I, that. So I guess it was appropriate that I put you in the Western side saddle. <laughs> yes, it was perfect. I said oh, to myself, I'm like, how did Maggie know that <laughs> Western is like my style? Um, so yeah, so, so it was. So perfect. now you I mean, and you and Katie are, are saddle shopping now, right? Yes, we are because you know I enjoyed. Um, the riding side saddle. And I said, you know, I think I could really 
get into this. So yes, we have been looking, I've been looking um, at side saddles to buy. So the thing of it is though, I would prefer the Western style and she's so English, you know, I know where there's a Western. I know where there's a Western. It's just like the one you wrote. Really? Okay. That sounds like a plan to me, but yeah, I really enjoyed the ride. However, I didn't enjoy the beginning of the parade. It was was stressful. Well, I felt badly because there were so many horses that were dressed and ready to go. Yeah, we were like one of the first equine units. Yeah, so I, I didn't see any other horses in the parade other than ours. And so, of course, of course, it's going to be us that get shot at. I know, right? Uh, According to the news, it was one shot fired. There were two juvenile females fighting. And either one of them fired into the air or one of their friends fired into the air to try to break up the fight. And that's what started everything. They did find a shell casing, but I haven't heard if they ever caught them. Yeah, that would be interesting to find out. But, oh, thankfully, no one was hurt as far as I know, but I'm in Connecticut. So I I felt really bad for the parade because it was the 50th anniversary of that parade and they had so much planned. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of spectators there. It was more than I had envisioned. Oh, yeah. And they were all running straight at us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And again, it didn't matter if we were on a horse or not because they were getting yeah. to their safe place, which maybe again, we can I have, really understand. Yeah, maybe we can have Audrey put a link to that little news clip on the American Side Saddle Association uh, website it's for anybody that yeah. wants to see what the Do chaos it. was. <laughs> yeah, or just that, look at that. anybody's Facebook with the ASA. It's been blowing <laughs> up. Oh, yeah, it's... Yeah, we no, had, I had, a, we, Brian and I, we stopped on the way home because um, he was hungry and I had to go to the bathroom. So we found somewhere to stop for food and they had choc- triple chocolate cheesecake. I'm like, okay, uh, we need cheesecake. Yes, <laughs> you definitely we needed cheesecake. That was definitely calming. Yes, yes, yes. Well deserved. So I'm I'm glad we didn't terrify you too much the first time out and that you'll oh, come nice. back with us again. I, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that you enjoyed it enough that you want to try it again because honestly if that was my first experience, I I don't know if I would. <laughs> but I'm glad you had a wonderful time. Thank you. It was an adventure. The American Side Saddle Association was formed in 2008 to preserve, promote, and expand the elegance and historical art of riding side saddle. The American Side Saddle Association wishes to promote enthusiasm for side saddle riding among the equestrian public. The American Side Saddle Association is a network of over 20 regional side saddle clubs located throughout the nation. The association supports all forms of riding and rider safety. We honor the women who came before us, but are also inclusive of all people throughout society. We hold regular clinics and participate in parades and demonstrations around the United States. Find us on Facebook or AmericanSideSaddleAssociation.com.
And it's time for the calendar. It's Maggie's 2023 possible dates coming up. Happy holidays, etc. Where are you going to be, girl? Well, let's see. We've got three more Christmas parades to do before Christmas. And then, of course, Brian and I are actually finally going to be getting married on New Year's Eve. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little worried about it. I mean, it's been we've been dating off and on for like 40 years. I'm afraid we might be rushing into this. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. But spring, let's see. Whew, we will be at the Western New York Equifest in March. We will be at Equine Affair in Columbus, Ohio in April. And it is the same weekend as uh, Midwest Horse Fair in Madison, Wisconsin. And we will be in both places. We'll also be doing Indiana Equine Roundup. And then, of course, we have Kentucky Derby Festival Parade. I think that falls on April 30th this year. Um, we'll have some of our riders um, being mounted stewards at Land Rover again this year. And we've got a clinic in May. Our annual banquet's in May. We'll be busy. It'll be awesome. <laughs> Just show up. Show up. We'll have a good time. Just show up. Yeah. 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 So, and uh, Audrey, before we go, I got to know, mm-hmm. how's Nancy? <laughs> well, Tell Nancy, everybody who Nancy is first. Well, we know okay. we, we've talked about <laughs> Nancy in the last couple of shows, and I'm sure some of our listeners actually pay attention and want to know how <laughs> Nancy is doing. How Nancy is. I mean, well, I live for, those for of- Nancy's stories now. <laughs> For those of you who don't know who Nancy is, Nancy is um, my standard bread that came from Maggie. Uh, She's ex-Amish and she's just, she's wonderful. But I swear if anybody meets her, they're like, what kind of trash horse is this? (laughs) But we love her. She's amazing. She loves my kiddos and I just, I love her. So tonight actually, um, well, the other day, I guess, I went out and wanted to try some Christmas stuff on her just to see how she was going to react, you know, just desensitizing beforehand, which is pretty well stupid, honestly, with this horse. And she gave me that (laughs) whole face of this is stupid. Why are you doing this? Uh, So I'm putting on like this uh, fluffy uh, Santa bonnet on her and this light up breast collar that I made her and desensitizing her to jingle bells. And the whole time she gave me this, super thrilled expression <laughs> um yeah, I and saw the then picture. she's she's like I, what she's, are you doing i'm wearing yeah she's, <laughs> she's very thrilled um and we've been trying to relearn how to stand in cross ties i don't understand how this amish buggy horse cannot stand in cross ties correctly to save her life today she finally managed to stand in them and they weren't wrapped around her neck, but she was, you clipped them on normally, right? So one on left side and right on the right side. And she turned herself around. So she was standing backwards in them over the back of her neck. So I guess she wasn't hung up in them. But at the same time, I was like, Nancy, can you not stand in cross ties normally? But yeah, she, she pretty well can't. Oh, no, she's the, such a character. She, I love her. Yeah, our our herd has been yeah. a little down recently. We just lost um, my kid's pony. Uh, so my herd hasn't yeah. been exactly 
jumpy Sorry and full of frivolity and stuff right now, but they, they'll, they'll bounce back. I know they will. And Nancy, Nancy, I'm sure will bounce back if she doesn't have to wear any more hats. <laughs> She's over yeah. it. Nan- Nancy's always good for a laugh. Oh yeah, definitely. Lord, but don't, t- don't say I didn't warn you. <laughs> I love her. She's, I love her to pieces. She's a character. I mean, we talk about Nancy, but when it, you know, when the rubber meets the road, if she had been in Dayton, she would have been right there with the rest of the horses being oh, yeah. absolutely perfect. Yeah. I, and probably mad joking. that she had to walk on the wrong side of the street. <laughs> yeah. We've been joking um, for a while now that I don't trust. I trust Nancy with everyone and anyone. I don't trust Nancy with herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that, that's about it. I, I don't trust Nancy by herself in the pasture, but I trust anyone and everyone to be around Nancy. I just don't trust her with herself. <laughs> So thanks to our listeners for listening as always. And many thanks to our sponsors, American Side Saddle Association, Bray Hollow Farm, and Flat Rock Distilling Company. You can learn more about riding side saddle on our website, americansidesaddleassociation.com, our Facebook page, American Side Saddle Association, or on our YouTube channel. You can follow Horses in the Morning on Facebook or just search for Horses in the Morning. Subscribe to your favorite HRN podcast using your favorite player and never miss an episode. For power listeners, search Horse Radio Network in your player and you can subscribe to all the shows. 